Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. Yep. Jump in. Jump out. And j- okay, so we've been missing forever. Um, first of all, we went to the beach, came back, recorded a podcast. Recorded two podcasts. Two podcasts. Computer died. Uh, it wasn't the computer. It was just the um system. The system that we used to record it. Yes. And after we had recorded two whole episodes, two and episodes. we were like, "Fuck it." <laughs> and we're trying to get on this, uh-huh. but I think that we need a computer. Yeah. Um. I like. I love this computer, but it is old. It's really old. Yeah. It's time. So thank you to our patrons because y'all are going to get us a computer that won't shut down. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else did we have to say? So we're going to reread those stories for you. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We're going to do those things. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of something else before I have a big news. Just go with it. Okay. Well, oh, first of all, we've also been missing because my house is falling apart. Yeah, it has been. Like, <laughs> literally, I have no walls. No, no studs, no walls, nothing. Yeah. In the downstairs of my house. It all broke. The company that had our house before us, they flipped the house, quote, and never replaced rotten studs or anything. So. I hate, I hate the people like that. Like, there are good house flippers. Mm-hmm. It's that company, that but, rack property. So, I tried to contact them. They're like, yeah, it's not our problem. And I was like, fucking awesome. Thank you. And, and then, you had it appraised, didn't you? Yes, but it was inside the walls. Yeah. So, they really wouldn't have. Right. My hand just, I was trying to clean the kids' playroom. My hand just went through wet sheetrock. And I was like, what the fuck? And there's black mold. Uh-huh. And rotten studs and hidden um, outlets. And we keep finding, um, what are they called? Air vents covered in sheetrock, covered with sheetrock. So oh, she's been pushing my. air into our se- re- attic yeah. over it, over it. So uh. we now have, we still haven't fixed it. Because who can afford to fix that? Right. We had a company come out and kind of give us an estimate on fixing it. They don't fix the actual walls and stuff. They fix where it's been leaking. They have to dig out our whole foundation. Uh, uh-huh. And I'm like, horrible. okay, no, no, just let it go. <laughs> so my parents did teach me one good thing um, is to never build your house like on a foundation. Like always have the crawl space underneath your house. Yes. And I am so thankful for that. I was like, that's stupid. And now I'm older and I'm like, oh, yeah, because when something breaks, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, our house is like old as Christmas. Yeah. So oh, it just sucks. So we've just been living in shit, living Yay. in filth. Love that. If you can hear, Brody is very excited that Haley is here. Yes. And so hey, stop. He is running in and out of the room and getting is shit in busted. his mouth. Is that like the shit emoji? Um, I don't think so. I think it's, um, I think it's ice cream, like chocolate ice cream and vanilla. If you'll move that paper though, that maybe that'll make it not so hearable. (laughs) Okay. You're going to kill me. Okay. You're going to be so pissed. Okay. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You're super excited about it. I'm already upset. (laughs) Guess where I'm going. Where? I'm going to give you three guesses. I don't know where you want to go. In October. Are you going to Salem? I'm going to Salem. <laughs> no one it, likes you. It, it wasn't my trip, okay? I got invited. First of all, I don't care whose trip this was. <laughs> and who invited you? <gasps> yes, I'm going October 20th. So as close to Halloween as we could get to see everything Hocus Pocus. You know what? I hope someone breaks your car window and steals your luggage and you have to wear the same shirt and underwear the entire time you're there. (laughs) Well, I am freaking out. I don't like you. 
I know. I know. I was like, oh my God, Beth is going to kill me. I just feel like it's rude. I know. I know. I know. I know, but I'm so, I'm, but I'm excited, so. I'm not. I know. It's horrible. I know. It's, I know. I feel like real shady. You are real shady. <laughs> But I love you. I'm not feeling it. (laughs) I'm um, going to Gettysburg. I'm actually really excited about it. That will be fun. It's all the history stuff. That's why I'm I'm excited about this too. All the history stuff. And like there's a Halloween balls. There's, I'm just, I'm, I'm flipping excited. I don't like you. Like we talked about going. I know. I know. We talked about it. Go with some other hoe. I know. I know. I just, uh, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's going to kill me. No, I just, this is the last episode of the podcast. Just <laughs> Goodbye. Just another cast with Beth and Haley. Goodbye. Um, you like out there in that Hocus Pocus reference? Uh, Goodbye. Nobody even likes you. Goodbye. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, okay, that was just, I was so excited to tell you, but like not, I was nervous to tell you, but excited. So that's it. I done rubbed it all up in your face. <laughs> it's fine. So last time, I don't know who went first. I went first. Okay, you want to go first again? Um, no, because I am in um, I'm in a funk. Oh, are you? And I've been in a funk um for a while. Yeah. Then I get more in a funk because I'm in a funk. Yes, and you can't get out of it. And I'm not out of it. Yes. And so basically, if I read to you right now, I'd be like, there was a person and. Then people die. And they die. And that was it. So good time. So let's let's do yours in hopes that... It perks you up a little bit? Yeah. So since it's been so long since I've read mine, I've kind of forgotten about it. I don't even remember what it's about. It's a wool folk. Which you already did. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the one I already did, which is just (laughs) fucking hilarious to me. We did figure that out. Um, He's already done this and I missed it. Yeah, I did it with Sheila mm-hmm. when yeah. I was at the beach last year. Uh huh. Like, I read it to her. It's not even like she read it to me. Yep. And so, yeah, I think that's so funny. So, if you so. don't like this episode, you can go to episode like six and it's the same story. Yeah, same story. Let's do it again. <laughs> she, um, oh, but you know, Beth went into further detail than I'm going into. Uh-huh. So, like, you might want to go listen to the other episode. Um, also, we should do the um, warning before we do this. You're right. Warning. It's a murder podcast. People die. Someone dies. Someone gets killed. Someone gets murdered. All the things. You did to Jesus. Unalived. Dead. <laughs> they, they're dead. They're just They're dead. dead. Um, also, a little bit of, like, trigger warning. Spicy like. I, I already said fucking, so if you did already you? didn't know that, yeah. I oh, did. I probably did too. Um, so if you didn't know we have spicy language, we have spicy language. Our dads don't like it, but Can't we're trying, it. you know, like it is what it is. It's love language. <laughs> Terms of endearment. I do think it's funny. I think I've said this before on here, but when we first started, like every word, yes. was, like, every other word was like fuck, fuck, shit, damn, piss. It's a nervous. And it was because we were so nervous and it's gotten better now, but mm-hmm. then, you know. All right. We're getting there. I'm um, going to sit on back and let you tell me about a story that I've already told. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, pretend like you've never heard it. Especially what? three times now. Who? Ooh. What? All right. We are calling this the largest mass murder in Georgia. Thomas G. Wolfel. Okay. I cannot say it. I wasn't able to say it the last time. I'm not going to be able to say it this time. I need to change my water thing. It's gross now. It's just I want to get one of those and try it with vodka. Um, I have one extra because we ordered. It's the, by the way, y'all can't hear. Circle. Y'all can't see it. It's the circle, whatever. I um, keep calling it a corksicle. I don't know why. I keep calling it a cricket. Because <laughs> it looks like the cricket handwriting. Yeah. Yes. But I have an extra one. I bought it at Walmart and I really they liked it. You have them at Walmart? Yes. And then Jordan liked it too. So he went on and found them and I'd rather have 
one like this than the one than the plastic one. So you can take the plastic one home. You'll just oh, have yeah. to get the insert. Can I get those at Walmart? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. They also have a subscription service. So oh, I yeah. did it, and it's cheaper on Amazon. No, no, on like on the Sickle. website. Yeah. Circle Cricket. On the, on the Cricket Corp Circle website. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Thomas G. Woolfolk was born June 18th, 1860 in Bibb County. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, my God, right? To Susan Moore and Richard F. Woolfolk. Richard's a good name. Yeah. He's a real dick. <laughs> real dick alright in a farmhouse on his father's large cotton plantation Susan was actually from Athens so if you're not our friends that's where we are basically yeah and we also did go over go the house is located off of Prince Avenue go dogs got out shortly after his birth Tom's mother died and he and his sisters were sent to live with the maternal aunt back in Athens Tom's father a businessman and landowner remarried in 1867 and shortly thereafter Tom moved back to Macon um, to live with his father and new stepmother her name was Maddie which was common in the time when um, you need somebody died. to take care of your babies yeah yeah daddy's working hard yeah so gotta send them off yeah <laughs> which my and they all went to go stay with like their aunts and stuff my grandmother um, is from Osceola and her grandmother or her and her grandmother didn't die her mom died when she was really young and she was sent here to live in Athens with some family that's so crazy to me yeah she didn't kill anyone though that I know of so <laughs> but I do think it's fascinating she's from Osceola because you know I'm obsessed with Up and Banished I Always. know and if you listen to the episode that I did with my dad he talked about the update on that case did he yeah <gasps> oh. and I'm related to one of them so fun <laughs> but it's like far related like okay. like we're not it's not like jordan's cousin killing somebody no oh my god i have a picture of her too so they have like family family reunions reunions yeah and like oh that's on episode um something something and it's a crazy story that jordan told so i'll try to figure out which one it is so she's gonna show me a photo real quick okay wait let me but while you're looking okay okay so he went to go Live with Athens. And Athens came back home when his dad remarried. Uh, back to his dad's farmhouse. It's off of Thomaston Road or State Road 74 in Macon. Tom was um, quarrelsome. And noticeably, a lot of people said he's kind of mentally deranged. Those who knew him thought he was a sharp, cunning, dissipated, and unscrupulous fella. And a very person. Pers I don't know what I even wrote there. Ooh. I'm looking at a photo. And he's done it with the knives. I just think it's funny. <laughs> with the knives. Not the knives. Um, he's known as very eccentric and cranky. Georgia Bird was a young woman that he actually married, but she left him within three weeks and of their marriage and then later divorced him. And she said, he's not crazy. He's just mean. He's the meanest man I've ever seen. And there's nothing too mean for him to do. Which I don't get. Was he mean when you married him? I wonder if like they were in that like, let me swoon you phase. You well, know, we talked about that phase earlier. That every time you, uh, she winked at me and now I can't think about anything other than Haley trying to wink at me. <laughs> um, but someone said when you're dating, you are not actually dating the person that you are going to marry. Are going to marry. Yes. You're dating like the best version of them. Right. And I'm like, yeah, for like two seconds. Mm hmm. And then I'm like, nah, it's too much work. <laughs> Although Jordan was friends with me forever first and like really liked me, which I think is weird. Jordan still is the best version of himself. Well, Jordan, to you. yeah. <laughs> like I don't. Jordan's just great. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't. Like, he's I, a real, he's a real dick. <laughs> I, he is a real dick. I married up. I definitely did. I'm not afraid to to say it. No, he's good. 
Yeah, he's good. And when I get divorced, or when I die, I'm not getting divorced. <laughs> no. When I die, I have no doubt that Haley's going to be like, I ain't joining. <laughs> We're a thing now. <laughs> We're not like, hello. Yeah, I no. Just with you. Don't touch me, though. Ew. <laughs> Wolfolk hated his stepmother um, and strongly disliked the six children that were born after they got married. And his ill will towards his father's new family just heightened, uh, was heightened by the belief that they stood in the way of him inheriting everything from the daddy. Which, first of all, they don't stand in your way because you, you were born first. And isn't it usually it goes works. to, the, especially in that time, it goes to the firstborn. Well, don't be deranged and crazy, you know. It doesn't even go to women at that yeah. time. Yeah. Like, it, even if dad dies and He'll his stepmom is still alive. He'll get it and then kick stepmama out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the morning of August 6th, 1887, between 2 and 4 a.m., Thomas ran to a neighbor's house telling him someone broke into their house and murdered his family. He said he got away by jumping from the window and then ran back home and went room to room discovering that everyone was dead. And as he was there, he washed himself off because like... Ew. Uh, well, I don't want their blood and stuff all and over me. he threw his clothes in the well because he's like... Uh, That's gross. It's gross. Now, I've got the, the scent of dead folk. Right? All over me. All over. I wouldn't know what that smells like. Sorry, I dragged myself up. <laughs> I'm like, say what? <laughs> I see dead folks all the time. I see dead people. I see dead people. Um, okay, I so... I'm not dead again. Most of the time. Nah, not even most of the time. <laughs> Real sad. If they did, they did. Yeah. Okay. Inside the home was said to be one of the most grisly and bloodiest scenes the sheriff had ever seen. Which, it's like 18. Like, you know. Of course, it's... Well, I will say, like, anytime you have a mass murder like that, it's going to be gross. Yeah. And it, the way that it was done, too, like... Yeah. It's going to be gross. But it's also, like, 18-something. Like, I feel like there wasn't a lot of that kind of murder then, you know? So, that's... But not, also, but like, besides, like, Lizzie Borden. Well, that's not really true. It, there was, but they didn't have the resources to get it out. So you didn't know about it. That's true. Except so. for Lizzie Borden, right? But this kind of like transpired the Lizzie Borden thing. Is that right? Yeah, kind of. There's something, something, 39, hit her one more time. I don't know. No, Lizzie Borden took her hat and gave her mother 40 rocks. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Okay, well, 39 was very close. <laughs> See, and then I said one more. <laughs> one more. That's 40. Okay, so all of the victims were killed by being struck in the head or upper body with a short handled axe that belonged to Thomas Wolford, took an axe and gave his family 40 rocks. And when he saw what he had done, he threw his. Closed down the well because he didn't want to wear it anymore. Because <laughs> he didn't want to smell like death. Right. <laughs> and so the axe was actually found in one of the rooms of the house. All the victims were dead in bed except for the two sons who were laying on the floor of their parents' bedroom. And 10-year-old Annie who was kneeling in front of an open window that seemed to... She was uh, unsuccessfully trying to flee when it out happened. Out the window. Yes. And that's probably where he got the idea. Like, ooh, I jumped out of the window. Yeah. There were nine victims at the plantation. They were Richard, 54, Maddie, the mama, age 41, and their six children, another Richard, Pearl, Annie, Rosebud, Charlie, and baby Maddie. And then also was 84-year-old Temperus, which I like that name for some reason. Temperus? Yes. Yeah. But then it makes me think of a slut. Yeah, it does. She's a temptress. Yeah. Temptress or Temperus. Temperance. Temperance. I don't know. And uh, that was a relative of Maddie's, the mama Maddie. From Americas who had been visiting for several days. Um, in the rooms, there were there was brain tissue, blood and gore and organs and everything like that all over the beds, the walls and the ceiling and just pools of blood everywhere. Yeah. I think I would throw the fuck up. Nah, you get numb to it. No, no, no. I don't want to see jellyfied. <laughs> no? Ew. It's fine. Ew. It's not that bad. 
As long as it's not mine. Your blood, fine. My blood, not okay. Nope. I have cold chills. I had to think about it for a second. Like, can <laughs> I do this? Nope. All right. Within hours, thousands of people were showing up at the home and the coroner began his duties. Hold on. Here's my thought. First of all, you're in Bibb County in 1867. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are thousand people coming from? I this is like, a lie. I feel like that's an over exaggeration. I feel like all the neighbors came because they heard what maybe a hundred. The yeah. townsfolk started showing up, but that's the whole town. But I can see like as the days go on, like more people coming too. I mean, what are they going? Let's take the horse and buggy and let's ride over to the wool folks and see what they're doing. Yeah, no, because they heard what happened and they're like, I want to see the dead bodies. They, people used to watch public ex- executions. Moving on, because that's what we'll get to. I just don't <laughs> believe there was a thousand people. I don't believe there was a thousand people. Like you're in Perry, near Perry, right? Yeah. No, this was the hanging part. But there's not a thousand people around there then. I mean, Macon huh. Bibb. Alexa, what was the population Poppy. of Macon in 1860? <laughs> Well, 8,200 people in Macon in 1867? What? Yeah. Well, maybe there was a thousand. Oh, shit. Okay, well, the whole ass town showed up. Okay. All of them. Yeah. All 8,000. Yeah. We, okay, so thousands of people showed up, which is bullshit still. Tom was quickly suspected of the murder. Suspic- suspicion. Suspicion? Immediately focused in on him from everybody around. He admitted that the bloody footprints in the murder, like the rooms, were his. And he had specks of blood in his ears. Which you don't get from holding people. No. You uh, get from splatter. Splatter and like if you're coming s- back. Yeah, right? Ew, mm-hmm. ew, 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 ew. Can you imagine like like rimming your ear because it feels wet and blood comes out? I would think, no. Mm-hmm. No, not yours. Ew. There was also a bloody handprint on his leg and he was kind of behaving oddly. Yeah. But he was also said to be like super fucking weird. So. Yeah. He wasn't acting sad. He was more like apprehensive and his explanation of why he alone had survived just kind of seemed unlikely. There was no evidence of forced entry or theft. Uh, the coroner's jury, which I'm not sure what that is. Coroner's jury. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't I, I don't know. We'll Google it. Okay, so where was that? The coroner's jury kind of concluded that Tom was the murderer even before verdict was rendered or anything like that. So the sheriff kind of, like, you know, quietly took him to jail just to prevent angry crowds from lynching Tom themselves. The crime was highly publicized. It was in... So, coroner's jury is a body. Basically, it's people to assist the coroner in inquest in determining the identity of deceased person and the cause of death. I think we should still have a coroner's jury. Why? We don't need it. I'm nosy. (laughs) You you can't see it, so why would you want to be in it? I could get the info, though. Oh, God. Yeah, we Haley's, need that. Haley's like, I don't want to see the body. or I want to be around. But I need you to tell me all the facts. All Thank the deets. You. All of them. So it was in the New York Times as the bloodiest, blackest chapter in Georgia criminal history. The most shocking murder ever committed in Georgia. And one of the most heinous crimes committed in this or in any other state. Uh, also, without parallel in the criminal history of the South, if not the world. The bloodiest tragedy in the annals of time. I mean, crime. (laughs) On the morning of December 5th, 1887, there were more spectators trying to get into his trial than there were seats in the courtroom. Which, duh, did you not see Johnny and Amber? Right. And people watch that. And I watch that. Yeah, Haley watched Even while I was working, I would leave it playing. I mean, imagine if it was close and you could have gone. Oh, we would have done it. I wouldn't have. Yes, you would have. 
Mm. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, like, it's a lot of people. Yeah, we could, like, hide. I mean, you don't know who was there unless they, like, talked about it. You know what I mean? No, like, I don't like people. I know. We don't talk to anybody. You can't talk in court. That's the perfect That's the perfect place to go. But you have to be near them? Yes. Yeah. She said that woman jumped up and was like, he's got my baby. <laughs> oh. No. Hey, I have his baby. Oh, fucking crazy. All right. Wolf folks. Whatever. Defense was handled by Colonel John C. Rutherford, a former solicitor general from the Southwestern Court Circuit. He moved for a continuance because the number of his subpoenaed witnesses, including Jackson Dubois, Dubois, whatever, they were not present. Um, Now, Jackson was actually an escaped inmate. And when he was captured and brought back, he was talking to everybody in the jail about how, about the Wolf Wolk murders. Yeah. And saying he was there during the time, but he didn't do it. But the judge denied the motion, so they weren't going to let him testify anyway. Even yeah. though he's like, I was there. Yeah. But they were like, it's okay. Just pretend like he wasn't. I mean, but is there a reason for that? Like, he's crazy? I don't know. I but know. still, I'm I would like to hear what he had to say. Yeah. The prosecution presented all the circumstantial evidence and testimony of witnesses who had heard Tom Wolfwalk threaten his father. The defense tried to admit statements of witnesses who heard others claim they killed the Wolfwalk. But because the speakers themselves were not in the courtroom because they weren't allowed to, they were hearsay. Yeah. Which kind of confuses me, right? Like, we're not allowing them in here. So, even though you have all these witnesses and stuff, like, what, whatever you say is hearsay because they're not here to say it, but we're not going to allow them here to say it. That doesn't make sense. Like, it's not fair. Right? Yeah. Which I think he did it, yeah. but, like, fair trial. Okay? Yeah. In the 19th century, a Georgia criminal defendant was not allowed to take the stand to testify under oath, but was permitted to make an unsworn statement to the jury. Tom made the statement, completely denying the crime. No insanity defense was was proposed, and the case against Tom was circumstantial, but the evidence was strong. And Tom's lawyer was unable to pin the blame for the slaughter on anybody else, with the result that Tom was convicted by the jury and sentenced to death. So after trial on December 14th, the jury only deliberated for 12 hours and came through with the, of course, guilty verdict. Verdict. However, in February of 1889, the Supreme Court ordered a new trial because on the last day of the first trial, during closing arguments, someone in the crowd jumped up and was like, hang him, which caused this uproar and the judge could not get it under control. And so the Supreme Court was like, uh, yeah, we're going to overturn this and we're going to give him a new trial and a change of venue so that it's all brand new, start brand new. Yes. So the trial was then moved to Perry, Georgia. And the retrial took almost an entire month. Like, why did we not have Facebook Live then so I could have fucking watched it? And it was like, when time travel becomes a thing, I'm yes. going back. Yes. Both closing arguments took about 13 hours. The jury came back with the same verdict in about 15 minutes. It took him even less time. Which I still feel like is not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? Well, not that the jury and the, you know, whatever, because they're only, they're only hearing one side, the prosecutor's side, right? I mean, (laughs) Because the other ones couldn't do anything. So a year later in 1890, the Supreme Court held up the conviction. Tom Wolfock was hanged in Perry on a Wednesday, October 29th, 1890, before a crowd of 10,000 people. Can we please look up the population of Perry fucking Georgia in 1890? Alexa, what was Perry Georgia's population in 1890? The population increased from 
That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so stupid. How are they going to even hear about it? They didn't okay. ring them. They didn't send out. I mean, world traveled. World travels? Word. Word traveled. travels. I mean, they didn't have TV to watch, so it's not like. Okay, so fe- I guess they had from February. Uh, when was the new trial? I don't. I don't know if I had the new trial. Was that in February? So they had until October. Yeah. To I mean, I, eight thousand people. Like we're going door to door. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Let me put it in the newspaper. Well, it's not like and one then, person had to tell each eight thousand people. Like you know, it, it. Ellie Mae told her family, and her whole family told fifteen people, and then they told yeah. fifteen. Yeah, but like that's a lot of people. Yeah, but they didn't have as much to do as we do. I just I don't know that if was could... their form of entertainment, man. Like watching people hang. I mean, I'm not into it, but they were. <laughs> into it. Okay, well, some of them who munched on possum sandwiches while they watched. I would like for you to make me a possum sandwich, please. I will. Don't don't try me. I I'll eat a possum sandwich if you make it. Okay, I will be making a possum. But like, sandwich. I want it crunchy. Okay, I gotta have a crunch. You can't you can't pick and choose how you want the sandwich. I'll put potato chips on it for you. It has to be really cooked though. Can you eat possum? Yeah, you can eat possum. I don't know why you would, but you could. We're going to do it. No, we are not doing it. Oh, we're it. doing it. You are doing it. No, you're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it. I'm not. I didn't say I would. <laughs> okay, since public hangings were permitted in 1890, only in the discretion of the sentencing judge, and since the General Assembly allowed, outlawed all public hangings three years later, he was one of the, Tom was one of the last public executions in the state of Georgia. While the scaffold, while on the scaffold, literally at death's door. Tom once again affirmed his innocence, disappointing the crowd and hoping he'd have a last-minute confession. His death was gruesome and painful. The fall through the trap door did not break his neck, and it took 15 minutes for him to choke to death at the end of the rope. That's as long as the verdict took, or the jury took. Right? Ugh. The site of the hanging was the usual place of public execution in those days in Perry, a natural valley where Big Blue Indian Creek joins Fanny Gresham Branch. So if you just want to go, you go. Maybe next time I go through Perry. It's about a quarter mile west of the Houston County Courthouse. Tom Wolfolk lies buried near one of his sisters in Orange Hill Cemetery in Hawkinsville um, in Pulaski County. His tombstone is almost illegible and was recently repaired after being vandalized. His nine victims are buried in two rows, their graves topped by red brick overlays, in the family plot at Rose Hill Cemetery in Macon. The individual graves were originally unmarked, and sometime after March of 2005, headstones were placed on each grave. A marble step leading to the grave site contains one name, Wolfolk. The home is now burnt down and in its ruins, but a UGA professor started doing research on this, and he actually visited the site and said there wasn't much left. And the well that he threw his clothes in is now, like, overgrown with trees and everything. And it's also, but that's also the site where his mom is buried. So her grave is actually at the site of the home. Like, I feel like that's disrespectful for Maddie to come in that house when the mom was freshly put in the ground. 10 feet away from your house. Well, what was the dad There's do? still fucking red dirt out there. Grass hasn't even grown. And she's like, yep, I'm on it. I'm on it. I got I mean, this. Mean. Let me take care of all these fucking kids. Someone had to. Maddie's a hoe. That is so mean. Sorry. She didn't know. She did know. She was probably a friend. Yeah, well. She you, hoe. You tell me you're not trying to marry Jordan when I die. I don't think I'll ever get married again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so I got my sites from, if you have any more information on this, please let us know. We love all the information. If you have pictures or anything like that, also go listen to episode, I think it's six. So it's probably a longer, um, probably a more detailed explanation, a lot better story than mine. I don't I know, got, I was drunk. Oh, I got mine from New Georgia Encyclopedia, Murderpedia.com and MurderByGaslight.com. All right. So that's the largest murder in Georgia. I don't know, probably not now, but it was then. <laughs> You know. Yeah. So don't get jealous of your siblings and murder everybody. Well, there's no need for that. There's no. just no need. Just, just don't. Don't do it. No, it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we doing one episode or two? We're going to do one. One. So we're going to keep going? What? Are we going to stop? We're going to stop this and save it. Okay. And then do yours. Okay. Well. Because I'll be damned if we're losing both of them again. Okay. Well, um, if you liked this, uh, you could have already heard it. You could have seen it on our TikTok because I'm pretty sure we went live with it last time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I got like, people were like, how dare you just cut off the TikTok? I'm like, how dare the fucking computer just fucking die? <laughs> I was and so delete. Mad. Oh, my God. Oh, I was so like, mad. I'm out. I'm out. I was like, I'm taking a break. I'm done. Like, mm. I don't know who you're going to talk to, but it's not me. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, all right. So follow us on Facebook at Just Another MCAST because Facebook doesn't let you put the order in murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and go to our website at justanothermurdercast.com. You can leave us a review for a murder. Make sure you say if you want someone specific to do it, put it towards that person because otherwise I'm just going to do it because Haley doesn't get those. Oh, Yeah. Um, for sure don't forget to go to itunes wherever you get your podcast leave us a review subscribe um reviews on itunes really help us climb those ranks so please uh yes go leave a five-star review okay and um if you need more go to patreon.com slash just another murder pass i have a game that we're gonna do on patreon it's called date the delinquent okay so that's to gonna that be too. it's gonna be so fun so all i have to do is finish getting that ready so it's gonna be fun I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm into, into date it. the delinquent. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to describe the person, show you a picture. You're going to say yes or no, or kind of give them a one through 10 kind of thing. And then I'm going to let you guess. Like you're going to have like five people to pick from who would you date, right? Okay. And then I'm going to let you guess what their charges are. That's kind of like a small town murder thing. Is it? Yeah, but I like it. I like it's it fine. too. Date a little. It's a little the, different. Or you're just going to rate them and then try to guess what they've done. Okay. I'm going to pick pretty people. Well, maybe. Pretty people. Pretty felons. Okay. I'm into it. All right. All right. Well, thank you for um, listening. Make sure you listen to the next one and share with all your friends because we don't have any more. Okay. <laughs> okay love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.